0: The Convention Collective Sandbox
1: Hi, this is Dan Barry with the Convention Collective, speaking with Kerry Bernard as well as Jesse the Flair, one of the professional taggers for a new Fox show called Ultimate Tag. So, Carrie, um, after watching the first episode, it kind of feels a bit like American Gladiators in terms of competitors versus the professional taggers. Is that what drew you to the project?
0: Yeah, it did. I really love the aspect of playing a character that was completely opposite of my own, being able to use my athleticism that I've done my entire life, from jumping out of trees at two years old to running track through college, soccer, all of that. And it was a lot of fun, and I love American Gladiators, so... I was like cool they're kind of bringing it back but in a different way with like American Gladiators Ninja Warrior type
2: of thing. I mean I don't know I, w- I mean I was drawn to the project because it's just like a dream come true I get to go run and jump and do parkour on national television um, but I think what's making me a fan like when we were there I had that Gladiator reference happening I grew up with Gladiators and like you know I, I feel like it has like that guts feel to it it has all these different childhood video game like videos and games and things that we watched on television so it's one of the elements that like really makes me a fan of watching it all go down because it's got that nostalgic feeling for sure
1: definitely did that's one of the nostalgic things i got when i was watching the first time i was like this is kind of cool and kind of reminded me of that show now being that this is not your typical hollywood type production what was the audition process like for the show?
0: That's a great question. So it was a referral uh, straight to the producers from a guy named Corey Myers. The producers said, oh, cool, this girl sounds great. She's on Black Panther, all these films. She does acting. She does stunts. She also is a former pro athlete. So it was a Skype call first. They wanted to make sure that I understood what the show was about, if I was interested. And then it was, uh, they built this like pretend fake course out that's a little different than the courses we actually have on the show. But um, they wanted to see how fast I could run through the course, to see how I react being chased by a tiger, and then how I would act as a tiger on the show. And we did, um, I remember my first day, they were like, wow, this girl is amazing. We really like her. Um, we're interested in you, Carrie. Can we just bring you back one more day to see if there's a fit? So I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And um, came back another day, had some really fast times around the course. They loved me and, Then it was like negotiations, but I wanted to, I was going back and forth with the show because I didn't want people just to know me for a reality style sports interactive show. And just the only thing that was that, but I did do black Panther and Avengers and stuff and I want to continue to be taken seriously. But honestly, it was the best decision ever.
2: You know, my, my path into it had very interesting, like different, it kind of came from all different sides. Like I literally got reached out to by casting to be a pro tagger. There was a different group of people casting contestants. They also reached out to me. And then uh, my company is called Tempest Free Running. And we are a group of professional parkour athletes that have uh, parkour, parkour gyms in three in California, one in Dallas, Texas. Um, but we're also all professional stuntmen and also producers and um, have our hands in a lot of the Hollywood elements. So we already had three or four of our guys working on the back end of Ultimate Tag And they were all like, all right, this is the perfect thing for Jesse, because I love being in front of the camera. I love the energy of the crowd. Um, And obviously it's just like a dream come true to like go out and give my full athleticism to a performance um, week after week. So.
1: Now, uh, over the weekend I watched the first episode and being that it's one of the few sporty events that are happening right now. What was it like when the show was being filmed in terms of the crowd and the atmosphere?
0: That's a great question. I mean, oh my God. It was absolutely incredible. The energy was so wild. It was so big. It's um it's really different. Ooh, excuse me. It was really different than performing on like a TV set when you have like your camera crew and you have hundreds of people on set, but they're not just like screaming at you or whatever. And I'm not saying the crowd was screaming at us. They were cheering us on, screaming, Banshee, Banshee, or or whatever the name of the character they were rooting for and it was energetic it was 600 people the everything was on the line like I didn't want to like mess up or not be fast enough or be slow enough or whatever so it was a conscious feeling but then just like any athlete like once you're on the field and you have to the race starts you're just so focused on you your time and whatever that goal is and you just go for it so it was amazing
2: well, I mean, just to be full transparency, we shot the show over a year ago. Oh, okay. so it wasn't, at, it wasn't at a time where people were afraid to be around each other and there was no danger to, to do so. Um, but, you know, the energy of filming it anyway, you know, I've, I've competed in the most insane locations. I've, I've been on the podium in Santorini, Greece. Um, in, I've competed on the front stairs of a castle in Sweden. Um, that I podiumed at and those are spectacular moments in life but to be in an indoor facility with a crowd of people who are are just like they don't know what to expect or they're just like screaming their heads off and, and realistically as the taggers I mean we got put to work we're we shot episode after episode back to back to back so we, it's, it's not quite how you see it on TV in terms of like how spaced out it feels. Right. Um, as an athlete, we had to be performing at our max capabilities um, so that we can continue to keep up with contestants. Um, but the one thing I have to say is like at the end of every time we were up, we could not help but squeezing ourselves in front of one of the monitors and watching the next race because it's so entertaining and the energy that hopefully you're getting through the show was the same energy that we had in the room where like we're really having those reactions so it's funny that it's you know it's a it is a tv show and there's moments that are produced but at the end of the day this is like there's no time out let's get a different angle of that this is
1: like and release the tagger and it just all chaos breaks free so <laughs> Now, um, some athletes, after they watch their perform, or after they do their performances, they go back later and watch the films and just see how they can improve. Is that something you do? Do you go back and watch your performance later?
0: Uh, That's a great question. So (laughs) I, uh, it's 50-50. So I, for like most film and TV stuff that I do, as far as like that type of performance, I go to like the um, watch party they do for the cast and I see it and I'll go to maybe the premiere of the movie. But then after that, I won't look at it for like, a few months because I'm just like I worked on that I did that I'm sure is good but even on the show like there was some days I wanted to see our performance but it was so fast-paced and so moving that we didn't and then I also was scared that I was going too slow or I was too crazy or wasn't crazy enough as for my character but I think it was just in my head and I'm honestly happy I didn't watch it because I would have probably freaked myself out because I definitely didn't know I was like That's
2: why I go on TV, but I mean, I love it. Yeah. I mean, I wish we had access to those tapes while we were filming. Sometimes we would film it on our phones to try to like do that. I personally am someone who learns from watching. It's something I've done through the 15 years of parkour that I, and in the years before that of doing action sports, I've always had a camera there to help me progress. Um, So through that, like you're saying, when I watch a performance or a movement or a, a chase and I watched someone cut a certain direction and my body didn't go that direction, I have to question like, well, why? What could I have done better? And um, can I adjust that next time? So I definitely would say yes, as much as we could rewatch it to better ourselves, um, I did. And I will say even just watching this first um, episode and the preview of the second episode that I saw, there's so much of me that's like, oh, I can't wait to go back and do this again. Like, I want to, I want to be even better shape. I want to be like even faster.
1: I want to like, you know. So, um, you mentioned that your nickname on the show was is Banshee, and you also worked in a lot of Marvel movies. Is that just a coincidence that you chose a name that's been around the Marvel universe for quite some time?
0: Uh, that's a great question. I love that. Um, honestly, no. So, how crazy? is it that when they originally asked me uh, so the name was more chosen for me they gave me a few options but that's kind of the one that stuck with them the most and i kind of lost my thought process and forgot that the banshee was a part of the marvel universe until like last minute somebody was like that's a banshee like uh i forgot what their, their their example was and i was like oh my god that's so true banshees are so cool they're also squeakily scared but so amazing so, um, it's a random strange coincidence because I was not thinking that initially, but hey, I would gladly play the Banshee any day if Marvel wants to do it.
1: <laughs> now, um, being that you, um, or I should say, you were a member of um, the Dora Milaje on two yeah. different... You were, sorry, can you hear me okay?
0: Oh, yes, I can, yes. Oh,
1: sorry. Um, you played a member of the Dora Milaje on two different Marvel universes. What was it like being one of the a member of one of the most badass groups in the Marvel universe?
0: That's a great question, too. I would say is absolutely freaking amazing. It's such an honor to play Adora Milaje. It was an honor to shave my head and to prepare for that role and to just go out there and to use my swords and felt like I was in an actual battle scene. And, I mean, I love Marvel. I've grown up with Marvel all my life. So to play not only Adora Milaje but on a mostly, like, diverse film was everything and uh, representing a bad-ass warrior like that's what I mean I feel like I was training my whole life for that moment honestly and like everything to follow has has been just topping it so I'm really grateful.
1: And now um, being that you've worked in a lot of scripted productions what was it like working on a competition show being that in your past you've done like I said a lot of high-level pre- scripted productions?
2: Yeah I mean you know you come into the the big differences are is like there's certain elements that you can predict in any given situation right when you go in to do a guest star role for like a hawaii 50 where i'm building up this record-breaking chase scene um but also the actor in this scene there's like there's very different like places you need to go in your head and and you need to be able to like separate those moments for a show like ultimate tag you're this character. But for me personally, my character is La Flair. That's my last name. So I, as much as it might be like a slightly extended version of who I am, and maybe I turned up like the rock star dial and, and I'm talking smack out there, which is something I would never do in like real life. Um, there's still this element of like, it's me and I have to be this one thing and I have to go and perform. And there's no like, hey, can we get another take? Oh, you know, let me do this again. Uh. So what you're seeing is what happened you know it's not right. that's the big difference is we don't get to try again to make our character look better this is this is real life out there yeah Yeah.
1: when paul christensen emailed me the info about the show he did mention that you were a stunt double for cody smith mcgee on um, two different x-men movies sent over nightcrawler um, is there another character that you'd be interested in, in portraying or being a stunt double for you
2: know i I definitely need to think more about this um there's certain i grew up reading comic books i was a big fan i actually produced my own comic book um that we did a limited release of that was called uh, the chronicles of jesse la parkour vs zombies um so i think there's this part of me that obviously wants to be in that comic space and getting to stunt double nightcrawler and and partner up with cody was like an absolute dream come true but you know, if I start to look back at the comics that I still have, that collection, um, I should probably break it out, open that box up and, and dive through it. But, you know, I grew up playing in my backyard and, and I, I was drawn to characters like Spawn or Gambit. Um, but I think if I were to play someone, it would it would have to be someone that I can like, use the skills in which I already have developed over these last, oh, my lifetime, right? And, and, and give uh, it to a character. Um, And that was kind of the beauty of doubling Nightcrawler was like, I had a lot of free range to go like, hey, what can we do here? What can your body do in this space um, to make Nightcrawler either, uh, you know, have this attack and or just get away, avoid or do things. So I think the biggest thing was trying to find a new character that like gave me the freedom to move. As creatively um, as possible, so that we can
1: really break some new ground um, in, a, in a blockbuster film and do things that have never been done. Uh, now, being that you b- did mention you're a fan of comic books and you grew up with Marvel, um, what are some of your favorite Marvel, or not necessarily Marvel, but favorite comic book movies, aside from ones that you've participated in?
0: That's a great question too. Um, I let's see some of my favorites. I love X Men. I keep telling everybody like X Men is so small. It was like one of my favorite like groups of Marvel movies and the franchise I know is with Fox is just amazing. I'm a Wolverine fan and I want to be a baby Wolverine. I would love to be the black girl Wolverine. Like if anybody's listening, please hire me for that. Um but I also like Deadpool, which is a lot of fun. I like the DC universe too, like which I know you max me Marvel, but I do like Bad Woman and um Batman, God, I, I'm trying to think. There's so many. Oh, I love the Avengers. I got to work on the Avengers Endgame. That was absolutely incredible. So to just like work on that movie that combined so many movies together and so many characters from all over the place was definitely a dream come true. And to get to know the actors was also really, really amazing.
1: Yeah, that. And speaking of Endgame, that portal scene when all the characters are just there was just intense.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was. That was amazing. We actually it was crazy. Somebody had a birthday recently and because they're in quarantine, they um, randomly reached out to me, sent me an email and uh, Instagram message and they wanted to reenact that portal scene for their birthday. They got their closest friends together. I think it was like 60, 70 people on that call. And um we literally went through, reenacted the whole portal scene and put the backdrops and it was so crazy. It brought me back memories and moments and yeah. That
1: had that was, to be that had to be awesome just to try to reenact that.
0: Yeah, it was. It was it was really cool. I was like, dang, I didn't even know how it would turn out honestly, but I was really impressed and they were diehard Avenger fans, so it was even more fun to play with.
1: Uh, now, you did mention comic book movies. Are you, do you read comic books as well? or?
0: Oh, yes, I do read comic books. I mean, I have, like, of course, I got the Black Panther comic book before we did the filming um, because I was just so excited about it. But I, God, what comic books do I have right now? I have a few comic books. I, well, I probably got like, 20 comic books that I collected over, like, the last 10 years, um, like from, like, Ninja Turtles, which is, like, totally random. Um, to uh, I'm trying to think The Affinity Gaunt, um, Gauntlet I have the Avengers comic books I have like Justice League I feel like those are the typical ones That a lot of people have Iron Man um, Oh, I have a lot of the Superman versions So many of those The Hulk versions And yeah, a whole lot <laughs>
1: <laughs> Now right now Due to the pandemic A lot of Hollywood productions are shut down uh, What are you doing to keep yourself busy and in shape?
0: that's such a great question i'm doing a lot of zoom calls i have invested in some new um training equipment at home got some new pads to like roll around tumble try to do some flips on i've also been um just (laughs) changing my like bed and, and my couch into areas where i could jump off of things i've been practicing um i'm getting my black belt so i'm currently like testing belts and stuff and i'm doing it through zoom right now okay. but i'm like training weapons online and doing that with my chat from xma which he's like for no i think he's like eighth degree black belt like something ridiculous but he's my mentor and friend and it's been great so i'm kept in shape <laughs>
1: you said black belt black belt in what
0: oh in taekwondo i'm okay. true martial arts taekwondo
1: um aside from the X-Men movies, what would be your favorite comic book movie that you've watched? Comic book movie that I've watched. Oh, right. that's a good one.
2: I don't know. Um I mean, I think I think the the big one for me was was the the original, probably the original Spider-Man that came out uh because it just had that like it it uh it affected me in a big way and probably even at that time was like wow like someone you know there's I've, i think i've always looked at films and not been able to see the film itself i'm always looking beyond it how they filmed it who's who got to do it how they do that you know like um and i think that's just probably comes from my passion and movement so i probably say one of the, yeah one of the earlier spider-mans definitely was like it affected
1: me the most in, in terms of career and life I know you mentioned um, that as a kid you have collected a lot of comics. Are you currently reading any comic books?
2: Um, No, no, I'm definitely not at this point. I'm I'm all over in terms of like my whole life is like creating media, and going out and trying to do things that have never been done in the world and um, I, I tend to not really sit down with a lot of
1: things right now currently so and now when i was looking at your imd page i noticed that like, you um good stunts for on um, yoga hosts and kevin smith what was it like working with kevin
2: i was there pretty briefly uh wasn't too long of a role um stunt doubling um but it was it was fun i mean that that set i, I that's the the main energy i remember from from that set um was just like the freedom that he had because it was his project and like the creative control over how something was being done to these like nuances of like the names that were on the cereal boxes in the shop and all these different things. So like that was something that I found super inspiring. And um, I actually was lucky enough to be invited to the wrap party, which was at his house and um, just being at his house and you know, like he has these little like comic drawings that are around of him and of, you know, maybe people have done and he just framed them. And it's just like, he, he got a real appreciation for like, not just himself, because that probably sounds like, a, like I'm almost calling him cocky, but like, you know, for like a love for who he is and what he's done. Right. Um, because I'm sure it hasn't been easy to, yeah, to push in the, in the direction that he has. And he's constantly
1: always trying to find that line and push past it. So I got to appreciate that. Now, being that right now, um, due to the pandemic, a lot of productions are shut down. Uh, how are you keeping busy and keeping in shape?
2: yeah good question <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
2: I mean you, you know what's funny for me right now is I have a large social media following um, across all platforms I'm releasing you know a, a new video dropped today on my YouTube channel which is backslash LaFlair Parkour um, so I'm, I'm finding these really interesting ways to be productive um, and churn out new media while um, using old media and you know these last two videos i put out on my channel are, are very much like it was like the top five so it's like top five times i died in, <laughs> on on film you know so like right. i go into the story of how it was working on a movie like sand sharks which was one of my first movies in la you know just this b-rated movie uh super fun to be a part of and you know but then how does that compare to to the big chase scene deaths and some of the other tv shows that i actually got to guest star on so Um, yeah, I think, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at right now is just trying to be productive, but staying in shape. It's, it's a lot. I mean, balance is one of the biggest key elements to like any physical, um, well-being. So I've been using this board called the skill board and it's really just like, it's almost like a skim board, but it's on like a medicine ball with no weight in it or like a soccer ball, you could say. So it's just free range to like slip out in any direction you possibly can. And when I first started getting on it, I like literally fell so many times. Um, So now I'm just kind of like hanging out on it in the grass and riding it I can get low and squat and I'm doing all these different workouts just to like, stay in shape. Um, But my biggest thing is I never I've never been a fan of lifting weight. And like, Doing like going to the gym to stay in shape—it uh, just was never fun for me. Um, so my entire life's always just been like, well, you can. There's so many things. Parkour. You, the the way you stay in shape for the sport is to go do the sport. Um, obviously not to the extreme, but you go out and you try challenges and you practice things and you progress, uh, and that's how you build strength. So I'm continuing to do that as well in empty schools and situations that are safe around my area. So
1: um now do you have any other productions that you have lined up or actually any other um projects that you can talk about once hollywood starts their production again
0: Yes, yeah, that's a great question um, the ones that i do have coming up right now unfortunately i can't discuss right now i will say that i um i've been producing lately so i do have a web series out that i we just launched and we're raising crowdfunding for called figuring it out and then i also have um, an HBO show coming out soon called, um, dang, I just lost it. It's coming out in August on HBO. It is, it's a book about it too. I, I felt like it's a comic book about it maybe. Um, I will figure it out. What is HBO August? Let me see if I can find it. Um, it's Lovecraft Country. Okay. Yeah, um, it, oh my God, it's so different. You'll see me using weapons on there. Um, I feel like I look really, I look different on every single production. They change my hair. I mean, I have helmets on them, some stuff. Oh, I'm in the Tomorrow, I, I did the Tomorrow War. Um, I did some like stunts action stuff on that, which is with Chris Pratt coming out towards the end of the year. Um, but there's a lot of stuff to come. I just can't discuss it all right now, but I will say like every time you see me, I'm kind of like a chameleon you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, she has red long hair today in this film? I didn't even notice her. Then you're gonna see me with my regular hair, then black hair, then purple hair, blonde hair. I think I've probably had like eight different colors of hair. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. Now I know you did mention that you'll be interested in playing a uh, female Wolverine should that arise. Are there any other yeah. characters um, from the comic book world, either Marvel or DC or other ones that you'd be interested in playing?
0: That's a great question. That's such a great question. Um, yes. I mean, dang, I, I would love to see. I'm just. I'm trying to think. I mean, I love like Catwoman. I feel like it would be cool if she was a black Catwoman like um, back in the day. Right. Uh, I also. I like Jean Grey, which always has red hair, but I'm not sure if I want to play her. I think she's amazing, though. Um, Black Canary would be so cool. Storm would be cool. I could totally imagine myself being, like, a a different version of Black Widow. Um, I'm trying to think of things that have... Oh, I love Electra. It was so cool. I'm trying to think of things that have... uh, Bird-like qualities. Now that I'm like really getting into like more animalistic stuff, that's why I really like the Wolverine. So, do you have any recommendations for the Banshee, Mm -hmm. aka Carrie?
1: (laughs) Well, um, let's see. Trying to think, because I know you mentioned a bunch of. I know with uh, with uh, Marvel now owning the X-Men themselves, eventually they could probably redo Storm. So maybe you could get in that.
0: Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. Anything's possible.
1: I'm down. Now, in California, they've slowly started lifting the restrictions. Um, What other projects do you have lined up once Hollywood production start up again, if you can discuss them?
2: Yeah, you know, I could say right before everything went down, one of the last days before Hollywood shut down, I was working on um, the reboot of Saved by the Bell. Okay. Um, So that that was a fun day, and I don't know if they'll be bringing me back if there's any extra additional stunts. Um, And... The other big thing that I just did was Mandalorian. Um, I got to double a secret character on that. Ooh.
1: <laughs> and, that's, yeah, and that's literally that's like the, the,
2: the most, I will say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, what, now you said, I won't go too far into details, but is it a character where I actually see your face or is it covered?
2: I am doubling,
1: so I will okay. be... Completely incognito. Yeah. You,
2: my job when I stunt double is that you never know it's me, right? I'm double, I've got to block the face.
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of like when you were, I also, read, I also read that you were a stunt double on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. I, I remember watching that episode, and just seeing him, see, i blank blanking on the character's name, but seeing him just bouncing off the walls and parkouring all over the place. And now I know Thanks, it's man. you, it kind of made it more interesting.
2: yeah for sure and actually that's one of the clips i'd go into in this last video that i put out on youtube today which is called how i tricked hollywood into paying me to slide on things Um, (laughs) because throughout my whole career i always try to add like cool slides into the shots and scenes Um, but in the video you can actually see me as rickety cricket with the full makeup on and fake beard and um hair talking to camera like hey we're here on set today so yeah if you want to if you want to get a better view of like the makeup process that that i did too for that one was
1: kind of crazy now you did um, uh social media where can people find you on social media plug your channels
2: yeah easiest thing to do is just google jesse laflair or at jesse laflair on most platforms the only one that's not at jesse laflair is the youtube channel which is laflair parkour
1: okay and that's where people can see all your videos and follow you should they care to
2: yeah, for sure. I mean, Instagram's a big one.
1: Um, if you guys are, if you got any
2: fans that are on TikTok, I got, yeah, I built that channel up to I think 1.7 million followers now. And um, I've been posting a lot of behind the scenes stunts from Hollywood sets on there. So uh, it's not just, not just dance videos anymore.
1: <laughs> um, and any last words for our listeners?
2: Nah, definitely tune in um, every Wednesday, 9, 8 central. Uh, I'm very excited that, Ultimate Tag has already broken some summer debut records and um, I think people are really going to be able to connect with the sport and beyond that, the characters of the pro taggers um, and all that athleticism and kind of craziness that really goes down.
1: Now, I know you did mention that you were starting a, a new project through crowdfunding. Where can people find more information about that out?
0: Thank you so much. It's such a great question. Um, they can go to... Um, my website, Carrie C-A-R-R-I-E-B-E-R-N-A-N-S.com, or they can go to our website for the show, which is figuring it, figuring it out show.com, which sounds like a really long name, but then you're going to find yourself saying, I'm going to figure it out, figure it out, figure it out. So yeah. It just kind of sticks with you. <laughs> it does. Honestly, it really does. But yeah, figuring out show.com and you can sign up and join our email list and crowdfunding campaign goes live next week
1: nice now where can people find you on social media
0: great question they can find me on instagram twitter facebook youtube all at carrie c-a-r-r-i-e bernans b-e-r-n-a-n-s on all those sites and would love your support and i'm also um i'm doing exclusive banshee shirts where I'm fundraising money for my nonprofit because we're putting on two summer camps for kids in need. So if people are interested or want to go and buy their exclusive Banshee shirt or donate, you know, for the kids, all the profits go to them anyways. So.
1: And that can be found on your website as well?
0: Yeah. That can, you can go to go Banshee.com, which is G-O Banshee, banshe com.
1: Perfect. And do you have any last words for our
0: listeners? Um, yes, I would say that in, you know, we're in quarantine time, things are a little bit weird and might not seem all okay, but we're in it together. Let's get through this. And if you have a dream, go out there and get it. Don't let anything stop you. You all have a superpower. Every day you wake up, you have the power of life. So just use it to the best of your ability and go for it. And thank you so much for listening. And I appreciate your support.
1: Well, once again, thank you for your time, Jesse. And I look forward to checking out your videos on your social media. And like I said, once we get this up, I will email it out to you and we'll tag you in it. All right. Thank you so much. Cool. Thank you. Have a great day, Jesse. All right. You too. Bye-bye. No problem. Well, thank you for your time, Carrie. Stay safe and stay healthy out there.
0: You too. Thank you so much. Bye.